welcome this week to Life Stamps, stories from here and there. This week I got a good chance to interview, his name is Billy Moore, runs a coffee van out of a little old, like, you know, um, sort of 70s Volkswagen bus van for slinging out coffee drinks, and um, after a word from my sponsor, we'll dig right into the interview this week and hear about everything that got him started uh, running this little coffee van here in this alley in Portland, Oregon. Stay tuned after work for my sponsor and we'll go right into the interview. Thank you. Hello, everybody. Welcome this week to Life Stamps. I'm here with a friend I met recently. His name is Billy Moore. He runs a coffee van here in southeast Portland. Hello, Billy. Hello. How's it going? It's going well. Um, why don't you tell me uh, the beginnings? Uh, so how did it start with like you? Have you always lived in Portland? Yeah, I grew up. Uh, I grew up in like deep southeast Portland. I went to David Douglas High School. And, uh, I've moved around a lot, moved away from the state, but I like always keep coming back. You always keep coming back. Yeah, it's kind of one of those happy vortexes, I would say, right? Yeah, yeah. The, the, I got a poster in my uh, bathroom that says, "The more time that you spend out of Oregon, the, the more you appreciate it," or something like that. Oh, okay. That's yeah. kind of true. Kind of true. That's funny, because I grew up in a little town in Colorado called Niowat, and I went to Niowat High School, and they had this giant mountain there uh, that was called uh, Haystack Mountain, and there was this legend that the, the former Native American chief, Chief Niowat, cursed the land that if anybody ever leaves there, they have to come back. But it didn't have that same effect on me. I stayed here. <laughs> so <laughs> Chief Niowat didn't really, like, you know, work his curse on me, so, so to speak. <laughs> yeah. So, um, this place I just discovered, I would say only about a month and a half ago, you started, you know, constructing it. It's a big outdoor spot with you and your father-in-law? Yeah, Correct. yeah my father-in-law, Tom. Um, he, uh, they moved out here in 2019 to be with, um, my fiance's nieces and, uh, and also, you know, I mean, the Northwest is amazing and he loves, uh, to participate in a bunch of different hobbies. I mean, flying little RC planes to... Brewing beer, uh, growing weed. I mean, he loves to tinker, um, and so the the West Coast is perfect for them. Right. They, they came out and they weren't planning to open a food cart. They were going to open a bike shop, and uh, a silver lining of the pandemic, I guess. Uh, and we decided to go full force into creating a, a space in our backyard. Yeah, so then I guess with your uh, father-in-law, has he always been into beer then, or is this just kind of yeah, became yeah. The, he, like he, a, something that would be utilized really well with this space? He's a, he's a home brewer, uh, for sure, and he's been doing it for a while. And uh, I mean, uh, if you ever notice, anything that he does, he does it really well. I mean, he, he likes to fully learn what he's doing and then uh, put it into practice. So he's, he's really good at brewing beer, but um, he... Uh, He's like, if I'm gonna sell food, I'm gonna sell beer. So he decided to do like a Philly bar cart and uh, offer cheesesteaks and burgers, but also beers and wine. And, and he's an East Coast guy originally, yeah, yeah. so this kind of goes for like into years. his wheelhouse, I assume. Exactly. You know, doing like the Phillies and things like this. Yeah, yeah. So that's cool. Yeah. Um, so did you used to grow up going out to the East Coast a lot? Mm, no. I had not been to the East Coast until. Um, I moved there to be with Casey, uh, my fiance, uh, in 2014. Oh, okay, interesting. Yeah. And I'm sure that made you miss Portland. 
Yeah, and I really hated the East Coast when I first moved there because it was so abrasive. Yeah, and just so stuffy, so much, so many more people and stuff. Yeah, uh, I miss it now. I mean, I miss the straightforwardness of people. Uh, you know, you, there's a little less uh, eggshells, I feel like, on the East Coast. Yeah, yeah, well, I mean, we do have this, uh, you know, West Coast wishy-washy kind yeah, of... Yeah. It's, um, it's going to go uh, with the flow. Yeah. Passive-aggressive thing that yeah, goes yeah, on, and, you know, and people, like only seem to want to tell you something when they think you're doing something wrong <laughs> sometimes and that's annoying exactly. Exactly. you know so you don't really know where people's opinions where they really stand are because everybody's sort of being corrective <laughs> yeah yeah it can be really frustrating but uh I'm, I, I love my home um the nature is like, like top notch here in the country in my opinion <laughs> oh yeah uh the majority of people i mean you're gonna find shitty people anywhere like uh I'm, you're gonna find great people anywhere so there are there are some awesome people in Portland. Yeah. That keeps it that makes it worth it, you know. I mean, besides of all the uh, the things that we can do here, um, the quality of people generally is pretty awesome. Yeah, I would say so. Um, so what got you taking an interest in coffee? Mm. I was living in uh, Bremerton, Washington, helping a friend out. Um and I lived there for like eight months and I needed to get a job. Uh, so I got a job at a coffee shop. And it was called uh, Olympic Coffee, not to be confused with Olympia Coffee. Right, okay. And uh, it was a cute little small old school coffee shop, like have music on you know Friday nights, like bands play. And there's always like rotating art. It just felt like an old South coffee shop anyway i feel like i may have seen this cafe once you know oh, really? i got stuck there one time i was avoiding a rainstorm driving back <laughs> from seeing some friends in seattle so i'm like all right i'm gonna get the hell out of this storm you know That's i awesome. know there's a little russian place there that does dumplings or something around the corner in downtown oh, olympia okay. if you yeah, know yeah. the place i'm talking about that does russian dumplings um and then it seems like right there on the main drag there's this cafe um that looks like sort of like a bookstore in a cafe that might not be the same yeah, no, cafe no. This, w- this was over in the, like, the peninsula area, um, like one of the islands. Um, oh, okay. Which is like west of Seattle. But, yeah, I mean, it's the same thing. I mean, people get it confused. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, it was just a little one-off shop, and I started working there, and I, I got bit by the bug. Uh, I got taught how to make espresso first with, like, a DVD. Okay. I started watching a DVD with this guy. I had a bowler tie on and everything. And Oh, great. The, uh, the, the cowboy of coffee dude. slinging. <laughs> uh, he was great. Uh, he's a old school dude from Seattle. And uh, I think his name's David Schromer. Yeah, David Schromer. And uh, I think he's still in it. I have no idea. But besides that, anyway. Maybe uh, you can make a special drink in honor of him. Exactly. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, so I, I got into it. Started doing, I was pretty good at it. I liked the aspect of the relationship with people, uh, and I figured I'd give it a shot. So I did that for a little while, then I moved back to Portland, and uh, I've gone through various you know, coffee shops since then. Um, but I think the, the first actual training that I received, like real training, was through Stumptown. Um, sure, I, yeah. I helped to open a coffee shop with a friend of mine and uh, this is in uh, Southwest Portland called Jola Cafe in John's Landing, and it's uh, it's it's cute, it's great, it's uh, it's turned hands since then, like it's changed changed hands, I should say, and uh, they're turning it more into a restaurant. But 
Like, and I've, I've gone through uh, various different coffee shops and training and uh, what's the word? Uh, experience, I guess. Yeah, yeah, or your your coffee shop resume, your barista resume, perhaps. Yeah, yeah. Um, I've lived on, like I said, I lived on the East Coast for a couple of years, and I got to experience coffee on, on the East Coast as well, and got to work in some amazing coffee shops um, there, and I, I've only, you know, built my resume, like you said, you know, I've, I've built my credentials, and I've worked in the industry for about 10 years. Do you have a favorite region in the world for beans? Uh, I, well, I love I love fruity coffees, okay. so like Ethiopian coffees all day. Um, but I do. I, mean, I, I like soil or something. It seems like I'm like very. I'm always drawn to Sumatran, like the Indonesian coffee, because I love yeah. that just like rich kind of chocolatey nutty soil you get in the coffee flavor. Oh, absolutely. Like Colombians or a Brazilian coffee, like you definitely get more of those like nutty uh, and chocolatey notes. And, uh, yeah. I love that. I, but I, I love I love. Coffee. I love bad coffee. Uh, I love. I grew up on Folgers with my mom. <laughs> right. I'm a little kid. She yeah. drinks it with milk, and, and I, dude, I got down on that. I was it was my jam. And instant sometimes. I I don't know. Coffee's coffee, and everybody's drinking it uh, the way they want to drink it. And uh, I love me some goddamn Folgers sometimes. You know? <laughs> it's like just the the good old yeah. The, yeah. The, I can do some of the generic sometimes, but it's usually just because it's like I need my coffee. It's not my it's not my <laughs> run to anymore, you know. Can, Especially living in Portland, where you've got yeah. great coffee oh gosh, in lots of places. So oversaturated. Uh, I there's two reasons. I love the nostalgia, um, and it's also just a little humbling. Like it reminds me of what I'm doing. Uh, sure. In trying to make something really good, like yeah, I can go and get you know I can get a a Rainier beer, or I can go to a brewery and have a really good beer. Uh, and so it's yeah. nice having the, the contrast to to really appreciate you know, what, I'm, what I'm doing. Starting with a simple staples to make a good product, would yeah, you say? Yeah. yeah. Now, okay. to be clear, I'm not using Folgers coffee. I know that. <laughs> uh, but I might do that for four, uh, April Fool's Day next year. That'd be really fun. Oh, okay. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. Keep that on the, uh, on the alert. <laughs> exactly. Like, Please. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Well, that's interesting. So um, I guess I want to say, so fast forward here now, you've got yourself a coffee van. It's bright orange. It's almost kind of like a 70s Volkswagen. Yeah, 78 Volkswagen is a camper. My dad actually gave it to me. Uh, and uh, he got it when I was like 15, and I did the classic, Dad, if you ever get rid of this, I want it so bad. <laughs> and, and uh, you know, he said, okay, or uh, like, we'll see. Um, and I, you know, of course, forgot about it. And uh, when I was moving back from Pennsylvania with Casey, my fiance, uh, in 2016, um, he called me and said, hey, I'm, I'm getting rid of it. I'm getting a new car and want to see if you still want it. And uh, obviously, you know, yeah. yes. And so I had to, you know, figure out a way to get it stored somewhere until I could get here. Uh, but then, yeah, got it here and Casey would, Casey and I would take it out a little bit, and sure. we didn't go camping in it because it, it definitely needed some love. Um, but just cruising, like, yeah, it drives like an actual bus. It's it, the, the steering wheel is it's so fun. Anyway, it's got like yeah, like that really big giant steering yeah, column and stuff. So like yeah, I imagine all the um, you, you turn <laughs> the transmission's probably pieces. a little bit oh, gu yeah, yeah. gussy and stuff. <laughs> yeah, no power steering at all. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Uh, and like. 
I've got it. I've had it, like I said, I've had it since 2016, and I've been working on this this concept, um, or this dream, I should say, of, of owning my own coffee shop, uh, gosh, for like eight years now. Okay. And it's it, it's changed in various ways, and it's it's gotten more refined. Um, it's definitely gotten better, uh, but just time. I, or I would be focusing on another thing, like another job, or, you know, I just didn't have time for You didn't this. have the time to, like, facilitate the whole, like, starting up your own yeah, cafe. Yeah, definitely made relationships and, you know, honed in on the things that I wanted, um, the things that I, you know, I wanted my business to be. Uh, the name of my business is More Coffee. Right. And uh, it's my last name, and it's, it's fun. There's a lot of play on words, and it's the ultimate dad joke. <laughs> who doesn't want more coffee yeah uh, but at the same time I also want to be uh, more uh, I think we all have the opportunity and uh, do you want more coffee or do you want more I want I want to be more for everyone okay uh, I want more coffee to, to be something to be a, a, a safe space or you know a, a place for help or uh, you know I want more coffee to be a, a part of the community and, and, and do things uh, that are more than just coffee. You know, like sure. it, it, I, I, we all deserve more. We all we all can be more. We all can do more. We all can help more. And, sure. Uh, so, so do you envision like you know all this outside teen space and you know the cafe itself becoming more of a social morning routine aspect or something well, with that. the clientele? So that's you know, kind of. I don't have necessarily like a. A plan to like, I'm not like gonna try to start like a group or something, but I, uh, I just want to, I want to, uh, sorry, I'm getting excited here. I just want to bring awareness to you know different individuals or um, you know organizations or groups that need help. Gotcha. Um, okay. And, you know, like uh, my logo is is the American Sign Language for more. It's two hands. Yeah. together and uh you know i don't want to just use um, that as a symbol i, I also want to you know help the, the asl community and uh, to be a part of that you know to to make it you know a little more normal for somebody that can't hear to be in more environments you know like to okay. be a part of a conversation you know like to yeah for asl to be more accepted and and us not be so uh Things that are different are hard for us to, to handle sometimes, uh, and we don't necessarily know what to say. Or sometimes do. it takes proper education to yeah. be yeah. aware of people that, you know, I mean, that might be different. not just disabilities, but just different, maybe cultural diversity Absolutely. as well yeah. or anything, you know, people need to be educated on that difference to understand that difference. Yeah. Perhaps. Yeah. Um, I, I know very little sign, and I'm trying to learn, um, and I, luckily I have people in my life that speak it uh, okay and I get those opportunities to to learn and to stretch that um, but I, I I mean to be completely selfish I want to be able to talk to somebody at a party from across the room and like say hey do you want to go <laughs> so you don't hands. actually have to like be the loudest yeah. guy at the yeah. house party. <laughs> yeah. 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 So I, I know a little sign, and I, like <clears throat> I said, I have friends that, that speak um, sign language, and I, I can still have a conversation with them. You know, 
Yeah, either, you know, this one guy, he, he always brings out his phone, and he just communicates, and we type back and forth on his phone, and that, that works. Yeah. Um, other people can read my lips, you know, and um, they, don't, they don't need any extra uh, explanation of what I'm saying, because they can see it completely. Uh, and then there's others that, you know, I have to, you know, it's more gestures, and um, I don't know, I, I guess what I'm trying to get at is I, I have a desire to communicate. I have a desire to connect. Right. And, uh, I don't want uh, my inability to get in the way of being able to, to connect with somebody. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah. Um, so all that to say, in a symbol, on a logo, uh, I just want to be more. I want to. I don't want to just be a coffee shop. I don't want to just be making coffees for people in an alleyway. Yeah. And it's really cool, and I'm, I'm really thankful. And I... I could be more ecstatic about where this is going, um, but I want to make sure that uh, that it's not just a coffee shop. Right, right. So I guess I'm um, aesthetically speaking. I want to talk to you about like the plants and <laughs> yeah. the construction. Is yeah. this like be is this your father-in-law's idea solely? Is this is the both of you guys just kind of you know working with the space when you're building this yeah. all up? Or first rendition, uh, there wasn't a deck. We weren't sure how we were gonna fill in this uneven ground. Um, it was originally gonna be gravel back there. Oh, okay. We were gonna do some awnings, you know, and have like an indoor/outdoor space. Um, but when when my father-in-law got involved, when Tom got involved, he he just went above and beyond. He started looking at different structures and seeing how we could capitalize on the space the most uh, most efficiently creating the most square footage and, and uh, a place for people to be. Yeah. And uh, it's, it's incredible. It's so beyond my expectations. Uh, and it's, it's so fun because, you know, yes, we have a structure that covers the area, but we don't, um, it's, it's kind of just a shell, you know? Anything can be inside. And what's really neat is uh, most of the furniture that's here Comes from uh, comes from my wedding that we were gonna have in October, in oh. 2020. Oh, and, crazy! Uh, and did yeah. you guys cancel that because of COVID? We did. We, I, I mean, I want to hug people, I want to kiss people, and be stupid, and it just wasn't the right time. I didn't want to wear a mask at my wedding. Yeah, yeah. Who would be be concerned if somebody was gonna be safe or not? So we we put it. And off. you'd have people cancel exactly like exactly. crazy because of that too. And so we decided to put it off. Um, for now, but we have all this furniture and we decided well, we don't need to store it, why don't we just try to use it? And we started putting things out and it, uh, it just worked so well. Like it's so serendipitous how, how easy it's been. Um, just in the, the overall look and aesthetic of the place. Yeah, I mean, I love it because it's like so makeshift, but so like unique in a way, you know, I love all these lamps and stuff, you know, it's, um, I don't know if you know the guy that runs a coffee bus. His name is, uh, he goes, the, the coffee bus is called Toby's on Hawthorne, but oh, yeah. it, it's a British like purple bus. The double decker, yeah. Yeah, and he's got this upstairs of the bus where you sit and chill and stuff with all these Turkish lamps That's and so stuff. Cool. And it's, it's just a cool thing. And like, you know, I was like, man, Portland needs more of that. And then you guys open this up and it's the, next, the closest thing it reminds me to. It's awesome. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. I mean, I could, I wish I could be cool. Like, and have a double-decker bus. It was so cool. 
to have a seating upstairs from your cafe, like, oh my gosh. Yeah. That blows my mind. So major props to them because they have the, honestly, the coolest coffee bus in town. <laughs> well, yeah, but how many people have a coffee bus in town <laughs> yeah. also? I mean, well, you know, there's like two or three. And... <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> in this, like, yeah, coffee bus world and stuff. But, yeah, I would have to agree with that just because I mean, I've been a long supporter of him forever. You right know, on. I love his right coffee. He's probably my favorite coffee in Portland, not just because of the cafe aesthetics, but what he does with coffee, too, is really unique to speaks to him as a person from, I think he's Egyptian, if I understand okay, right. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. he def definitely plays around with a lot of the cardamom and these other kinds of, you know, Middle Eastern flavors in his coffee drinks and stuff. And just, yeah, it's awesome. it, it really appeals to my palate, what he does right on, right and on. stuff. But, you know, but this is this. Space is amazing, you know, not just because it's summertime, you know, this is like it could be an all year round space, you know, it's got similar aesthetics to what he's doing with his bus. And so, yeah, tip my head off to it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I'm so thankful in Portland that we have so many creative people in that aspect. And we have um, so much, I mean, there's so much food. And we, Portland's a, a huge foodie town. That's awesome. But all of the, the small businesses and the, the eclecticness of, uh, you, can, you can taste anything from any part of the world here. And it's just a, a family or a, a guy or a gal just starting a business and cooking something they love or, you know. Yeah, I, I see Portland, especially in the last, like, maybe five or ten years or so, you mm -hmm. know, being, like, this place where I could imagine how maybe old New York would have been when all the immigrants, like, first come in and stuff, because that's what I like about Portland. You always seem to see this new type of cuisine and this new family, you know, from some yeah. part of the world just kind of ending up here and, you know, launching this thing. And it's, like, it always feels fresh to me, you know? It's not like it's, like, I mean... There's Mexican food and Asian food that's been established here for <laughs> a really long time, I would say. But, you yeah. know, with all this new stuff, you know, it's, it's exciting because it's just like you always – I always feel good when I see, like, there's a little new uh, seed that's been planted expanding, like, the cultural diversity and, like, yeah. the food scene here. Yeah, like, it's crazy. You can go to a, go to a Haitian cart and uh, – or you can go next door and get wood oven pizza. Yeah. Like, it's the ultimate, like, it, it reminds me of, like, going to the food cart at the mall or the, the food yeah, yeah. food court and just being able to just try anything from everywhere and just to have <laughs> an opportunity. I, I'm so I'm so glad that Portland is so on board with that, uh, people and, and just the city in general. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's really it, it's not just like who runs the city, but it's everybody here who lives in the city. Yeah, you yeah. know, the fact yeah. that we, you know, like to support new ideas, so that's good. You know, they wouldn't survive if it wasn't for us, and vice versa. Yeah, yeah. Um, man, I, I'm so sorry. I'm the king of tangents, and so I apologize if I got off. Do uh, yourself here. back in more. All right. <laughs> <laughs> no, but um. Yeah. So I guess I, I want to talk to you a bit about the future now. I mean, you guys have had, um, how long has it been since, like, um, yeah, yeah, go ahead. Um, may uh, smoke a cigarette here. Um, 
kind of curious, like, so your father-in-law had his uh, beer cart open first, mm. and how, when, like, was the official opening up of this, like, more food alley, yeah, if yeah. you will? Yeah, yeah. Um, so we really went hard with my last name. Uh, the space is called More Alley. Yeah. And the coffee cart is called More Coffee. And the food cart's called More Food and Company. Um, it's just a play, play on words. More coffee, of course. More food and company. More food and people. That's kind of the idea. Okay. Like, I'm in good company right now. Um, so, yeah, he opened on April 1st. We started construction in November. Things went pretty well. Uh, and, and pretty smooth. Um, you know, of course, there's always obstacles and stumbling blocks, but we freaking did it, man. And, uh, yeah, Tom opened April 1st, and there's just been killing it every day. Uh, so many people, you know, whether they're from the East Coast or not, have just really... Uh, uh, have you guys gotten a lot of East Coast clientele? Oh, since my goodness. You've and people in the same... Uh, county as them that they lived in uh, oh wow. same towns that they lived in like crazy like go to the same restaurants and i guess there's actually a lot of east coast people here now you know oh, because man. people come out here for the way of life and more affordable living and yep. stuff yeah that makes sense uh so it's been nice and you know so many people have uh come up to me or come up to tom and said it's so nice to come here because it reminds me of home okay and uh we had a guy from Baltimore come in yesterday, and, and he was saying the same thing. Like, it's like I came in, I didn't have to tell him how to cook my cheesesteak, how to cook my meat, and he just made it, and it was, it just reminded me of home. And, uh, oh yeah, just he, the simple, just you know what you're used to and yeah, stuff, you know, yeah. just slinging and it out. To be honest, I mean, my father-in-law's a little, he's a little abrasive, you know, he can be a little, little yeah, a little rough around the edges, and uh, but. East Coast people appreciate that. And so they get a little taste of home in that way as well. Yeah, yeah, because they like the straightforwardness. And, yeah. You yeah. know, don't have this wishy-washy, getting <laughs> around the subject type stuff, like, you know. <laughs> Some people think Tom's a dick, and other people, they use the best. Um, yeah. Morning. So that's great with your father-in-law and everything and the clientele. Um, how would you feel about like you know the customer base thus far and how things have developed? Well, uh, for for more coffee specifically, it's been uh, the response has been amazing. Uh, I already have regulars, uh, people coming in and hanging out for hours. I didn't even think that was going to happen. I thought everybody was just going to get their coffee and go, and I was pretty much always just going to be alone all the time. But no, like, people come and they hang out, and I, I can't believe it's it's a reality. Yeah. It's, I've, I've dreamt about this for so long, and, uh, and I, I just can't believe, I can't believe it's real. It's now... Uh, so tired i'm so delirious but um i couldn't be happier it's, it's beautiful right right yeah i mean uh, but it's been so positive man sorry to answer your question i go on these weird tangents but to answer your question it's the days are getting busier um my high, my numbers are getting higher and 
been here a week yesterday. Okay, great. Yeah. Yeah. And then you guys got this fire pit and stuff, and then, you know, I guess there's, like, this whole, like, day crowd and night crowd thing, you know, that changes between, like, your coffee van and then your, you know, your stepfather's, like, cheesesteak beer cart here. You, you know, I have some people that come in, that come in in the morning, and uh, they'll hang out for a little while, and then they'll come over around lunchtime, and they'll get some lunch. And it's like, it's like a, I don't know, a one-stop shop, but it's also... It's a, I don't, I don't want to toot my own horn, and I'm not saying that we are creating this, but there is a great community here. And yes, we we nailed some boards and, and put up a deck and put up some flowers and, and plants, but the community, man, it, they love it and they want to be here. And that's what makes it fun. Yeah, I have to wholeheartedly agree on that. You know, every time I come here, I'm just like, man, this space has got so much potential. I mean, such a big little alley here, and you can just like, you know, make it sort of one of those hidden kind of European kind of little alleys that you'd see in a bigger European city and stuff. You know, where people just kind of hang out. People discover they're always amazed, and they're 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 amazed that it's only been around for a short amount of time. They they feel like it's been more established, or they're amazed that they never noticed it before. I'm like, well, we just started. Yeah, not, you didn't miss out. We're we're new. And, yeah. Uh, I kind of like yeah. what your stepdad had to say when I asked him if I was going to interview him. He's like, "No, you know, I ain't doing any promotion. I just kind of want people to walk around and then just kind of discover this alley on their own, and then just kind of <laughs> take it or leave it from there exactly. and stuff." Yeah. And it was like real simplified. Um. He uh. He likes to. He wants to build momentum slowly. You know, sure. Yeah, I'm the I'm the kind of guy that like, hey guys, I'm gonna be doing this like lots of <laughs> lots of promotion. Getting your flyers out. Yeah, and stuff. I, yeah. I want to tell the world, and he he wants to to start slow and, um, you know, and I mean both things are great, but I, I think that he does have a great approach. You know, he he's not flashy. He's not getting in over his head, um, and he's making a good product and it's consistent. He's getting busier. Like he was running out of stuff yesterday, and that's, that's yeah, incredible. that's crazy. <laughs> you know, just yeah, it, it, it's definitely um, been the buzz I think here for the last month and stuff. You know, and now it's like this is just the cherry on top. Now that we got the morning aspect with you here in the van and stuff, where do you see um, future? Should I say future ideas going with the space and stuff? Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, at some point, a uh, an idea that. Casey and I have always had is having events back here, you know, yeah. uh, doing collaborations with uh, the wine shop that's next door or the pizza shop or the weed shop, you know, doing specific events that we could promote each other and, and have a, a fun time, a good meal, um, and good conversation with people. Would you think of maybe even like running this open as like a little like, you know, once a week weekend market or something and let some other people oh, pop, be, come in here through and do their little pop-ups? That'd be so ups? awesome. Yeah, or something. yeah, yeah. I, and we've talked to so many people, and there's a guy that that makes hand pies. Uh, he's a friend of mine, and I, I would love that. Like, I would love for somebody uh, to bring a, a cart and sell flowers. You know, like yeah, uh, a, a little market would be amazing. Like you said, it has so much potential because it's it's really just a shell, and it's it's what's inside of it that makes it special. And, yeah, and everybody else's input and stuff, and it's just like, 
it's kind of like the creation of gets better when you have more input yeah. from those around you, I would say, and stuff, you know, so the community can um, definitely enhance the, what the potentials and the possibilities of this space could be, I think. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like you said, I, I was talking about it earlier, like I, I, I've got regulars already. Like I've got people coming in every morning. I ask a lady every morning, usual? And I already have that, and I'm nine days in. <laughs> That's great. It's nine. so crazy. She <laughs> comes in every morning uh, during the week, and she, uh, I'm not exactly sure what she does. Uh, I don't want to disturb her in that way. Uh, but I just, she comes in and, and works on her computer and stays for a few hours, and it's so, it's so refreshing. Uh, got another guy that comes in, and he lives you know, down the street. And uh, he comes in every morning, and now he's getting—he got hooked on the coffee, and now he's getting hooked on the uh, the food. Yeah. And he's gonna be stuck here. He needs—he <laughs> needs his fix. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, that's true. You know, I mean, uh, that's how I saw because you got this too. You know, I was just like, oh, sweet. There's another alley because there's always been the other one with the um, uh, rolling fresh sushi burritos and um, yeah, uh, the someday lounge yeah, and yeah. you know, yeah, and Ruthie's. And stuff, you know, which I still never eat Ruthie's food for some oh, reason. It's so good. It's Just because, so like, I feel like I want pictures of their food to understand their menu a little better, <laughs> so that's why I've never actually ordered them. I, but I love that there's two alleyways, uh, pretty much a block from each other. Yeah. That uh, offer a, a completely different environment, but they're but they're great for all kinds of people. Yeah. Uh, they have cocktails. We don't. So if somebody wants a cocktail, I'm like, oh, you definitely should go over to this alleyway and, and grab a cocktail because they're amazing and they're good people. Uh, and the food at Rufy's is awesome. You know, uh, we we have cheesesteaks and burgers. Like we don't we don't cater to a lot of uh, a wide variety or demographic of people. Right. Um, you know, there's a lot. Of, our menu is 90% meat, uh, and we don't have gluten free things. Uh, so. You know, are we missing opportunities, or are we catering to a specific clientele? Right. Yeah. Yeah. And then you got to make that decision, of yeah, course. Yeah. It's your own business venture and oh, stuff, of course. And, now, and stuff. You know. I, uh, for the for the coffee shop, you know, it's a little easier. And really, what it comes down to for the food cart is you know, space, um, and being able to provide the the product that he wants to uh, within the space that he's in. Sure. Uh, so I hear that for him and. But I mean, I, I get pastries from Crema Bakery, and so I have the opportunity to uh, to diversify that a little bit. So I have, you know, I have pastries with meat, in them. I have pastries that are sweet, I have vegan pastries, and I have gluten-free pastries. Just because everybody, you know, whether it's a, a health thing or not, they have preferences. Yeah. I, I don't mind meeting that preference, and I don't have the the same issue of space that he does. So it's not like a I like people more or less than he does. It's just uh, I have the, the the place for it. Yeah, 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 for sure. Well, I'm excited to see what can happen, you know, with this space later and stuff, you know, and especially if there's like ever entertainment could happen here oh, or man. movies could happen here. Talking or to bands and DJs and already. Murals for on the on this like awesome like really old school brownstone brick wall here and stuff, you know. It's just like there could be all kinds of cool shit that can just flourish in this space. We uh, we have a, an artist that's next door. She just opened a studio, uh, so we're talking to her about doing some artwork. Uh, there's a lady that lives uh, down the street, um, and we're also talking to her about doing some artwork as well, so we can get um, you 
of different styles in here uh, because this is a hodgepodge of you know my fiance uh, and and her parents like the four of us together it's it's, it's all a little bit of us yeah and, yeah and that, that's what makes it beautiful yeah well it's been great talking to you this week thank you um, i'm thank going you. to close this week of life stamps and um you want to tell people about your instagram or your website or anything oh, to, yeah. to find you and see what's going on with you super simple everything is more coffee m-o-o-r-e coffee.co so that's my website and if you throw an at symbol in the beginning of that that'll take you to my twitter or to instagram or to my facebook um, so yeah check those out come see me uh I'm on 36th and Division in a little alleyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's a great alley. I, you won't be uh, displeased when you come and experience the vibe here because it's a good one. <laughs> and the cereal and the wind is just starting knocking over your display. <laughs> so I guess I'll let you go and help you clean up. All right, all right. <laughs> all right, till next week, you guys. Thank you, Tyson. I appreciate you. Yeah, thank you, man. I hope you enjoyed this week's interview with Billy Moore from the Coffee Van in Southeast Portland. Um, as always, if you'd like to support my show, um, there's a listener support link at the bottom of the description of this week's episode and every other episode. Or if you have any questions, email lifestamps2021 at gmail.com. I'll be more than happy to answer any questions you may have from this episode or any other previous episodes. Until then, I'll see you next week for my next Life Stamp. Bye-bye. <laughs>